Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Is it too late now to say sorry? Because I'm missing more than just your body. Oh, is it too late now to say sorry? Yeah, I know that I let you down. Is it too late to say sorry now? Not too late for Mike White to win MVP. Welcome to a trade deadline edition of Sorry We Love Football, the only show that actively hates the sport that it covers. I'm your host and Eagles super fan, Daniel Hardigan. We won 44-6 to last week, guys. You know, 44-6 to is a precious number in Eagles lore, right? We beat Dallas in 2008, 44-6 to make the playoffs. With us, as always, Chiefs fan Danny Solomon. Danny, who the fuck is Derek Orr? He's just a guy from our practice squad that got bumped up. Uh, I heard about him a little bit during my diligent combing of the uh, the training camp news. So you can tell he was really plugged into the team. I don't know what we're doing is, is the point here. <laughs> yeah, that, that game uh, was close to killing you, I, I could imagine. But uh, hey, we got Washington football team fan Jamel Johnson. Jamel, congrats on another Titans victory. Hey, man, we're cruising. We're taking control of the AFC South as we do. Sorry, I love football. Oh, I love just intro introing you as a, a team fan, but then just immediately shifting to Titans uh, success. I mean, we don't need we don't need to talk football team. We're here to have fun. We are here to have we, fun. We I don't think even need so. to talk football. Yeah, that's true. Let's just let's just get into city infrastructure. Let's start talking about <laughs> the convention center. Uh, the holidays are coming of, up. Yeah. I'm thinking about getting FIFA. Whoa! You know, hey, just, FIFA's fun. Wow, it is fun. I know. I've played it before, and you know this nightly ritual of using the Chiefs in Madden. It's starting to get. Uh, it's starting to lose its magic. And I, are, I might need something from Santa. Are, are you kicking teams' ass as much as you were? Or is it no. actually reflected in the game? Somehow the game has picked up on the fact that Patrick Mahomes is throwing more interceptions than the defense is Swiss cheese. And I, I don't know how it did it. I didn't download an update, like a Chiefs suck update. Apparently it just did it on its own overnight. <laughs> yeah, they and had now a patch. It's if less you connect to the, yeah, you can't connect to the internet. They'll do that. <laughs> Um, Okay, well, I'm expecting a a good one here because watching football this last week was a chore. It was on a holiday. Halloween's a holiday for me. Our teams sucked, except for mine, but it sucked in another way, which we'll talk about. Danny, kick us off. What'd you hate about watching football this week? You know, we didn't plan this, but you set this up perfectly because what I hate about football this week was football on Halloween. Yeah. Doing it on a holiday. 
I don't like it. My wife is a Halloween person and she loves to spend the day watching scary movies and carving pumpkins and all that bullshit. But instead, she had to be locked in the bedroom by herself for 10 hours as usual because I need the living room to watch my football. And obviously that supersedes all other holidays or engagements. I was thinking about it and I'm not sure if there are a lot, if any, occasions that I would not prefer to watch football on. Like the morning after my wedding, I got up early to watch the Chiefs-Panthers game. Marcus Peters had a strip fumble to win the game in the closing seconds, and that was the best moment of my life. I mean, go down the list. Like, graduation, no. Election, please. Like, maybe a funeral. Do they even have those on Sundays? And even then, it'd really depend on who died and if if I had to, like, speak or something. Birth of a child might be a tough call, and that's a big reason why my wife and I have decided not to have kids. I think maybe if we were in like a deep impact, Independence Day, melancholia type situation where we found out the world was about to be destroyed, then maybe I might go back and forth between coverage of that and Sunday night football. But realistically, we've got a cool 15 years until the world ends, so just don't schedule any parties or funerals on Sundays. Otherwise, I'm out. That's just the way it is. So NFL, I'm annoyed that you scheduled anything on a holiday. You know I'm going to pick you, and it makes life difficult. Yeah, I, uh, I, I, felt, that, I felt it firsthand because I tried to do both. Uh, went to friend of the program's Mo Welch's holiday brunch mm. spooktacular, which happened to start at 11 a.m. right brunch. in the middle of football Sunday. What type, of fruit, what type of fruit spread did they have over there? They had everything. I mean, go, use your imagination. Go wild. It was like the table in Hook uh, when it was <laughs> actually imagined. Uh, it was just colorful shit everywhere. It was fantastic. Everybody showed up in costume. Great turnout. Uh, the house looked great. And they had football on. But it was the Rams-Texans game on a huge screen. And, pe- and it was like 38-0 to zero at one point. And people were still huddled around that thing watching in costume. They could have been hanging out, talking about the holiday, but they were still just sucked into this fucking game. And I was one of them. I was just <laughs> hanging out on a couch, watching the ticker on the bottom. And uh, yeah, that's the, the power of football. Even it, it supersedes the holiday, like you were saying, Danny. And then people were pulling out phones so they could watch their personal games and setting mm-hmm. it up on the little coffee table because... You know, I don't know what the hosts were up to, but they weren't flipping the channel. And this game was out of hand. That's bad. That's bad hosting. I personally for football day, I need I have a three screen situation going on. I've got yeah. my main TV for the lo- for the local games that you can't get if they're blacked out on Sunday ticket. Then I've got my phone for Sunday ticket because I need my computer to look at the game casts of games that I don't currently have on either of my other two screens to get updates on those and to check my fantasy team and to surf the internet. You know, you need all that. You need the takes, you need the Mm -hmm. scores and you need Mm -hmm. the games. Yeah. And then you need to go to bignaturals.com on your laptop. Yeah. Well, if you've got the, if you've got your, your laptop open, eventually you're going to find yourself on a porn site. Yeah.
Yeah, multiple windows. That's okay. That's fine. Jamel's, you live the single life as long as you can, man. Just absentmindedly surfing porn. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I'm just like, it's been a <laughs> what time is it? It's titty o'clock. <sighs> titty o'clock. It's always uh, titty yeah, o'clock Danny. somewhere. Uh, I'm I'm sorry that Natalie had to go through that. I hope that your your marriage is intact and everything's okay. Yeah, I mean, I I think as long as she doesn't have any important life events on football days, I think we'll stay married. <laughs> uh, Jamel, what'd you hate about watching football this week? Uh, this week, I hated that I don't trust myself. Like, there's things that I know, particularly when it comes to this show. I have had weeks where I've had 12 games picked correctly. I've had 11 games picked correctly. Then I go to sportsgambling.net after I close Big Naturals. <laughs> I go put a bet in, and I'm like, ah, all that shit I said on the show couldn't have been true. I was just bullshitting. It's a podcast. It's not real. Turns out I'm fucking spitting facts. That thing I said about Danny Jones last week came true. And as soon as we, I took the headphones off, I was like, I'm not playing Danny Jones this week. There's no way what I said on this show could be possible. I'm playing Matt Ryan. I lose my fantasy matchup by four points because Sterling Shepard lost his leg again. You know who didn't? Danny goddamn Jones. I just have to believe what I'm saying, but it's hard to because podcasting is not real. This is internet radio. It's fucking pretend. I'm goofing <laughs> off. Well, I, Jamel, I don't want to interrupt your flow. I just, just to let everybody know, I think that maybe the, the beeping sound that you might be hearing are breaking news alerts of an insane magnitude because Aaron Rodgers out. Sunday with COVID. Yours, how excited are you, buddy? Oh, I man. mean, I'm feeling it now. I'm feeling like we might run the table, baby. We don't even need to be good. Oh, oh my God. God. That is uh, that is the sound of breaking news. So is this Jordan Love o'clock? I believe it is finally Ooh. Jordan Love time. It is the Jordan Love shack in Arrowhead. Oh, man. Oh, man. This is... This is monumental news. Jamel's face, if you could see it right now, people. Uh, it looks like Aaron Rodgers' face from the still last Thursday <laughs> when he got rocked. He was just sucking a bunch of COVID out of the air. Yeah, it was COVID in that face mask or the chin strap. You can't have your chin strap around your mouth like that. Well, It could only lead to disaster. The Packers... Uh, you know, this is a crazy thing that you're saying because the Packers receiving core as we know Lazard and Adams were out last Thursday and my sister and her friend went to this game and guess what her friend Michelle tested positive after the game it, there was something in that arena my sister did not my sister uh you know ate a uh, triple vaccinated so she's mm. safe she's walking around fine her friend goes down with COVID uh and Man, there was 
something in Arizona. So uh, stay safe, everybody who is yeah, at that Yeah, unvaccinated people. That's what yeah. the thing is that's in Arizona is yeah, people who real. refuse yes. to get vaccinated. Absolutely. But, uh, you know, I guess we don't know Rodgers' status, but it seems like he's going to be out for this game for sure. It's He's out. Uh, he's been ruled out. Shefty reports it. Thank God Jamel needed us to record bright and early on a Wednesday morning because we were able to pick up this news and run with it for you people who are listening. You'll know this, obviously, because you're in the future, but Aaron Rodgers being out, that's got to be the biggest story this week. We're on it. Uh, Well, okay. That's, you know, I'm... I'm cool with you saying that, actually. I'm not going to get it. I'm not going to elaborate on any other stories. I don't think anything else happened in football that could be bigger than that. And that is where I will leave it. Yeah, we'll leave it there. We don't need to touch that one. Uh, just grief and sadness is the other story. And this story is like, he'll bounce back. He's just missing one game. Yeah. Uh, all I will is say he gonna be that... dressed as Is he going to be dressed as John Wick at the house <laughs> oh, watching no. the game? <laughs> Fellas. Yeah, not sure if you guys saw that. Uh, Instagram post, but after last weekend's game, Aaron Rodgers on Halloween went as John Wick and was pointing a gun at a somebody's cell phone camera and pretending to shoot it. And then he and he had COVID the whole time. Pretty great. And can I add to this story another oh, bombshell? Oh Somehow oh another bombshell within this larger bombshell, Aaron Rodgers is unvaccinated. I thought he went to Cal Berkeley. Apparently, they teach you the real truth over there. (laughs) Maybe he knows something we don't. Maybe he's so smart that he actually knows the Illuminati created this disease in China so they could manipulate the stock market or whatever, and JFK Jr. is going to fix it all. But he is not vaccinated. Yeah, JFK Jr. didn't show up yesterday. I felt bad for the the people waiting around for him. Um, But, yeah, Rogers, you're, you're older, man. You're not a 22-year-old rookie. Like, well, I guess, you know, I'm sure, look, he's he's a professional athlete. He's going to be fine. But that is jarring to hear. That, that's kind of su- very surprising, I will say. Jake from State Farm better be vexed because otherwise those commercials are going to get decimated. They're going to have to bring in the original Jake. Oh, man. Um, yeah, that'd be crazy. Well, maybe uh, my sister's friend, uh, Michelle gave Aaron Rodgers COVID or vice versa. So I don't know what happened there, but stay safe. Jamel, immediate reactions. This was in the middle of your what you hate about watching football uh, segment. And you're the biggest Aaron Rodgers fan I know. Uh, I mean, it's just an extension of me being cursed. And just the what is clear to me is that the higher power in this universe doesn't want me watching football. Every time I begin to think about football or watch some football, I want to, something terrible happens. Aaron Rodgers news. This weekend, the second I, every Sunday I wake up and I say, you know what? I'm not watching the football team. I know what they're going to do. I know they're going to lose. And then I'll follow the score in my phone. It's 10-10 with two minutes left. We got the ball. I turn the game on just in time to see Heineke blow it, mm-hmm. as I do every weekend, as I have done for my entire fucking life. The sport hates me. 
I don't know why I keep coming back because I don't have anything else because it's too good. And I'm an idiot. <laughs> At least China Key's vaxxed, man. You always got that. Uh, do we have that? Do yeah, we maybe have not. That? Maybe not. Know. Maybe he's not. We actually uh, don't know. Danny, are you disappointed that the Mahomes Rogers dream matchup will not happen? Or are you delighted with this news? We needed this. We were not going to win this game. We still might not. Might not win this game. <laughs> I don't know who's better right now. Jordan Love or Patrick Mahomes. He is not. Oh, he come is on. rattled. No. This might be what he needs. Just a big game. Light it up. Ha- get the ball a thousand times because Jordan Love doesn't know what he's doing. And then work your way out of this funk, Pat. Yeah. I mean, I think we have some theories on on why this funk exists, which we can get into later when we preview the game. But uh, quickly... I'm going to just kind of latch on to what Jamel hated about watching football this week. And mine is just being wrong. I'm horrible in my picks this season. I lost more ground uh, this week. I have no feel for the game. I have no feel for the league. Uh, I'm just winging it, guys. I'm just like Jamel said. I want to remind people this is an entertainment podcast. We are not uh, experts. I Turns not, out I am. I'm not researching <laughs> yeah. the game. Uh, yes, I played football 800 years ago. That doesn't mean I know more about the NFL than anybody does. Uh, I've heard Danny say, don't listen to me many times on this show. That's me right now about everything. Don't listen. I'm just shooting from the hip. Is that a good way to live your life? I'm asking you guys this. It's just where you literally just go with your gut instead of studying. (laughs) Is that the way you should live life and just wing every moment? Or should you come in prepared? Because I'm winging it this week. I don't know what I'm saying. Don't listen to me. I think that's what all the analysts are doing. I spe- especially those like famous loudmouths, like your your Colin Coward types. You know, those guys don't know what the fuck they're talking about. They just come on. They're like, "How can I get clicks? How can I get people riled up? Yeah. How can I get people to keep watching the herd?" You just have to say the most <laughs> fucked up shit. Every Saturday, they go to whatever church they like, whatever Methodist church they're fucking with, <laughs> and they say a long prayer that some star has a bad game. Because if none of the big personalities have a bad game, they don't have a show. So Aaron I mean, Rodgers. Skip this Baylor's morning. whole career. Yeah. yeah, it's just. See, I told you the best player was bad. Scolding. So if you're, That's what they do. If you're calling. If you're Colin Cowherd or Skip Bayless right now, you get this breaking Aaron Rodgers news. Is this just like a million-dollar bill landing on your lap? And you're like, oh, great. This is the easiest show I have to do this morning. Like, I'm just going to run with this. Now you get to break down the league's protocol. You get to break, break down, down COVID. Jordan Love and just be like, oh, Jordan Love's time to shine. And, yeah, it's, it's easy money. It's finally Jordan Love's time in Green Bay. Finally. (laughs) And you know what it does? It absolves them from having to spit out their disgusting, hot Henry Ruggs takes that they were going to try to trot out, skirting the line of decency. Luckily, we don't have to deal with that. We can just go back to the old vaxxed or unvaxxed argument we've been having for the last two years. Great point. Yeah. Uh, did, Did not want to hear that dissected. Uh, the my only opinion on that story is uh, take an Uber, guys. Just yeah, of course. go ahead and grab a car uh, if Jeez. you can. Um, but yeah, uh, <laughs> weird transition. Let's get into the midseason MVP. Is it the, 
Oh, you know what? That was part of what I hated too. Part of why I have no feel is because 16 games felt perfect. We complained about 17, but we're happy with more football. But now I think this, the, the league might be too long the season because I don't know who's good. The Eagles are three and five back in last year. I'd be like, cool. We're done. May as well stop trying to win. Now with this 17th game, I, I'm getting ideas. I'm looking at that seven seed and I'm like, plenty of games left. Why not us? Why am I doing that? That's so stupid. Okay. You should Mid-season do that. MVP. We're kind of in the middle of the season. Are we over the midway point? I don't know. Uh, but we're just going to mark it with when uh, before COVID and after Rodgers got COVID. Right at the midpoint. Danny, talk to us about, uh, as you do, the midseason MVP. You got somebody. Why are we doing this? Yeah, I mean, um, this one's this one bears no explanation, so I don't have to get <laughs> mad at you for botching the intro. I would just say this is my favorite part of the show. It's it is. It's I great. Make you repeat the prompt. Luckily, we don't have to go there this time. It's very cut and yeah. dried. And I'm, I'm going to make mine. I might do an audible here because I had an idea, Whoa. but. I think this show needs an injection of positivity with this Aaron Rodgers news, knowing that one of our heroes, it's actually scaring me a little bit that Aaron Rodgers isn't vaccinated because it kind of makes me think he knows something that I don't. Like we were saying earlier, like this is the one guy that I'm like, really? I mean, maybe you're onto something. He's uh, so cocksure. He, he's very confident in the way that he, uh, you know, presents himself as a human being. And he seems very... Uh, comfortable in his own skin and so yeah this one you know everybody has their own reasons for doing what they do i guess but you know i'm about to get my third booster today i mean or my third <laughs> shot what at the booster i'm about to get that and i just hope no other former jeopardy hosts pop out and say they're not vaccinated in support of aaron because i'm gonna be like geez all the smart people now uh let's hope that doesn't happen but you know here's my mid-season mvp I'm going to I'm going to say right now Jamel Johnson. Jamel oh. Johnson is my mid-season MVP aka the effortless crusher. That's what they're calling him these days, Jamel Johnson. Jamel always finds time for this show despite have a whopping 97 other irons in the fire. He's powering yeah. through an all-time horrible Washington football team season after really we bad. spent all off season building the team up to make him think that they might have a chance. And which yet, was irresponsible. I don't It was bad. It was wrong of us. We should call ourselves to account at some point. It's quite all right. But you know what? You're here. You're still leading the pod in picks in Instagram followers and Spotify green room gems. Come on. You Jamel Johnson. I don't know if the people know this. You are the reason we get paid to do this at all. Sport Streak came to us because of Jamel Johnson. We're not getting a cool $83 a month without Jamel Johnson on board. I'll tell you, <laughs> would you rather have $0 a month? No, sir. And not waking up at 7.30 in the morning to collect oh, absolutely that's... nothing. Yeah, I'm kind of, I'm sorry. I'm in the middle of joining a cult right now, and they just got me across town early in the morning. It's fucked up. Well, you're in high demand right now because on top of all that shit, you just got listed. The people need to know this. Jamel Johnson is a vulture, top 25 comic to watch. Even though you're not even currently on SNL, you somehow still made the list. 
I know. It's crazy. <laughs> the year with the most already established people in league history. I mean, go and read this article, people. It is mind-boggling how you can be asked to watch these. I mean, maybe my mother doesn't know who some of these people are. Uh, but Jamel, in the pantheon of other up-and-coming comics who, when they say up-and-coming, they fucking mean it. These people are going to happen if they're not already happening. So congrats, Jamel Johnson. Have a year. Everybody go out and read that article. Everybody go out and watch the special. Uh, everybody go out and listen to the album, obviously, and whatever other content Jamel is churning out. It's quite a bit these days uh, because the man works hard. He loves what he does. I, I'll, I'll just let Jamel yeah, answer it's that. It's hard to say. But yeah, be my beaten, But you got my midseason MVP to put on your trophy shelf as well. Wow. Thanks, bro. I mean, it is funny that they, they called me effortless when all, all I do is put into effort into things. <laughs> <laughs> I, try, I try so fucking hard, and then I get it right up, and they say I'm not trying at all. God damn it. Oh, I think that's your demeanor. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? That's uh, Which is a cool, yeah. it's a cool way you. to be described. You don't want to be the try-hard guy. So I suppose, appearing to be effortless I, is the magic trick. I've gotten off stage drenched in sweat, okay? Like I pitched <laughs> nine innings in the fucking World Series, dude. But that's yeah. why, look, man, I'm just happy. It was just funny. You know, every year you make a, you, you don't make a list. You're like, man, fuck this list. Then I'm on the list. I'm like, ah, sick. And then the only person I saw saying fuck the list was a friend of mine. <laughs> <laughs> And then was like, I'm not talking about Jamel. I'm like, damn, dude, I can't. I'm catching strays first thing in the morning. I don't. Even, I didn't even know the list was coming out. Yeah. I mean, I don't even know how you have time to read an entire list with all the other things you got going on. You got so many jobs. That's yeah. Effort. I want that's this cult what thing. effort is. Vulture. Jamel's Mr. He's Mr. Three Thousand. He's on three thousand podcasts. That's what that uh, That's title what the refers to. Yeah, um, been on every podcast. Yeah, but the midseason MVP thing's true. Uh, it's a great 2021 campaign so far. Uh, season's not over. We yeah, expect leading you know, in picks <laughs> helps. It's a, it yeah, leading in picks. The season is not over. I want to remind you. Uh, so you know, <laughs> got to stay focused. <laughs> uh, the the fans are expecting big things uh, to make some waves in the playoffs. And ladies, so, uh, you know, he's single regrettably single what's up oh man uh you know i'm just gonna throw it to you jamel you can you can uh take that in however you want take a victory lap and then you could give us your mid-season mvp um well yeah thanks again and yeah stream uh genius on spotify i think it's still on my tinder page uh my mid-season mvp is billy eilish Jesus Christ. I mean, I every weekend I wake up and I say, I'm going to get that fucking Beat Saber. <laughs> I'm going to do it. Yeah. Uh, every game, every time out. I don't talk shit <laughs> about you on the internet. I was like, yeah, I do. <laughs> but- <laughs> But I like the concept here. Just the fact that NFL, the NFL has been trying to sell us Billie Eilish the whole season. 
They're committed to Billie Eilish. She gets the ball. She's getting 20 carries a game, minimum. <laughs> Consistent. It's the same white ladies every time. What can I say? William Eilish, midseason MVP. That's it- a new generation of uh, white lady that the NFL is pushing down our throat. They're appealing yeah. to the youth. Scare- the scarier. The next generation of white lim- women is scary. Like, the last generation of white women is, like, kind of meek. Like, yes, they're capable of pure evil, but it's a more behind-the-scenes type thing. They're kind of, like, influencing other people with, like, passive aggression, things like this. The next generation of white ladies is in your face with it. Mm. And they are frightening. I like it. Do you think they've started to – I feel like commercials are being re-aired – more frequently than ever now. I feel like they're really leaning on specific ads over and over and over again. Like well, the you Red know, Bull, sh- the the Red Bull one where the with the jester doing a poem about the king finding out that he was joking about him. I've just been seeing that one a lot. It depends on the street. Something you I, do we are we getting different ads in our streaming stuff? Oh my god. That's terrifying, yeah. too. Jesus Christ, we're all living in our own worlds and the world's about to end. It's all a distraction. We need to get unvaxxed. We need to find a way to unvax <laughs> ourselves. I think that's the only way we can be free. We, I'm t- I just took the red pill. I'm, I'm now red pilled. I don't believe in any of the stuff I believed in before Aaron Rodgers got COVID today. Suck this baby lotion out of me. <laughs> Suck oh, this man. chip out of my fucking bloodstream. Come on. I know you know where it is. Bill Gates knows I like Red Bull. (laughs) Or maybe he wants me to drink more Red Bull. I don't know. We're not sure. I'm not going to do it. I'm going to the Capitol. Yeah, I was going to say Aaron (laughs) Rodgers is going to go on Pat McAfee today and just be like, I don't know if that election was uh, the real results. (laughs) Like, no, Aaron, what's happening? Oh, God. Well... Billy Eilish, congrats on the midseason MVP. Uh, I was going to shift to another white lady. I was going to say Patrick Mahomes' wife has mm. done great, but actually Jackson Mahomes. Nobody has really affected the league more than this kid potentially this season. It's been the seismic shift, and I attribute it all to him. But that's not actually my midseason MVP. We'll still get to him later. My midseason MVP. Is I think my also my preseason MVP. It's Carson Wentz. Mm. Carson Wentz is the ride that keeps on delivering. There's just another twist and turn every time you think you got it figured out. He's breaking people's hearts. He's filling my heart with joy. Uh, I have people DMing me one week saying, you know, I'm starting to get roped in. He's playing pretty well. Next week, the same person saying they want to Elliot Smith themselves. He And his stats are good. He's like 14 touchdowns, three interceptions. But has he beat any good teams? They're 0-4 against playoff caliber opponents. And they, there's this snap count tracker that if he plays more than 70% of the plays, the Eagles get the Colts' first-round pick. And they're in this terrible no-man's land where they have to keep playing it <laughs> because he's so tantalizing. It's the the beauty of Wentz is he looks good for a stretch and then does the stupid just when he can't you think he can't outdo himself he has a worse turnover 
in a mo- more back-breaking scenario. And um, I love it. I'm having so much fun watching this guy not on my team. That that Colt, that turnover in the late fourth quarter at home against so, the Titans, holy shit. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It's the, the interceptions are some of the worst ever. Yeah. He has two of the worst ever interceptions. Yeah. He's building to an already impressive resume, too. That's just this season. I mean, the guy is, has a lot of impressive interceptions. But this season, in terms of back-breaking, franchise-altering, p- causing fans to burn their jerseys-type interceptions, that's when he chooses to do it. Now, and I love that. Is that worse, if it's on your team, is it worse to have that guy, the back-breaking interception, the tantal- he'll give you three touchdowns and then doom you in the fourth quarter kind of guy, or the hopeless, way in out of his depth rookie who got thrown into the fire and doesn't know what he's doing and is going to get replaced next season by Ryan Fitzpatrick situation? Mm. You know, your your Davis Millses, your Trey Lances when he was playing, your soon-to-be Jordan Loves. Is that what you'd rather have than a Carson Wentz as a fan? Davis Mills needs to be removed. (laughs) Get him off my TV. Oh, Davis. Yeah, it's I'm sick of seeing that guy on TV as well. Uh, Mike White was on TV, this Jets quarterback, and uh, that was fun. Mike White, I I was thinking about this. I was watching that game because that game got really fun really quick. And yeah. I was watching Mike White and I had the same thought. I don't know if I don't know how deep of a cut this really is, but Mike White is Shane Falco. That's what it reminded me of. He's he's your he's Keanu Reeves coming into a garbage team. Yep. Nobody believes in, nobody cares about, and he just gives him that spark. I don't know what it is, like that just cool swagger of being, you know, maybe he's not like the same trajectory where he blew it in college and had a couple of bad seasons, whatever of that, of the replacements, what I'm talking about, but just the idea of coming in, your team sucks. Nobody believes in you and you hand them a win and it could lead to more through the season. You could have a real, you know, rising tide lifts all boats type situation where he comes in, everybody's better. And the jets go to the playoffs over the chiefs. <laughs> well, let's not get it that far ahead of ourselves, but this is a perfect transition. NFL Sports Talk Football. Hey, y'all. We have a new sponsor that you guys are going to love. Symbol is a stock market for sports that allows you to profit off your sports knowledge. On Symbol, you can trade sports teams like stocks, and every time your team wins, you earn cash. Use your sports knowledge on Symbol to buy low, sell high, and earn cash payouts when your teams win. Join the 7,000 plus early adopters who have started to invest in their favorite teams. Visit www.symbull.com to create a free account. And when you deposit, make sure you use the promo code SD to make your deposit risk free. Visit symbol.com and use the promo code SD to deposit. And, oh, and, uh, you visit symbol.com, use the promo code SD, your deposit will be risk free. That means even if you lose money, symbol will refund your initial deposit. No questions asked. 
Join Symbol and start investing and profiting from your favorite sport team organizations. That's one. Mid-roll. Symbol is a sports stock market that allows you to profit off your sports knowledge. There are two ways to make money on Symbol. First, every time a team you own wins, you earn cash winnings paid out. Second, just like the stock market, if you think a team is going to increase in value, you can buy low and sell high for a profit. Hey, come on investment bank nerds. Use promo code SD to make your first deposit risk-free. That means even if you lose money or just decide the market isn't for you, Symbol will refund your initial deposit. No questions asked. I got one question. What's really good? Yo. Symbol is the answer. Yo. All right, we got a green room pre-roll. You know what I love the most about football, guys? Spotify Green Room. It's a live, audio-only sports talk platform. Talk to me, other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time. They got real writers on there, y'all. Get in on the conversation that you listen to here every day. Share your own experiences and, uh, you know, takes on the app. You got some hot takes? Make them hotter. Your chance to be featured on your team podcast also right here in front of your fucking face. Download the Spotify Green Room app for free in the iOS app store or Google Play or whatever the fuck. Create a profile, link your Twitter and join the league or group. We do Sorry We Love Football Mondays 5 p.m. Lead you right into NFL Monday Night Football. Follow me at Jugman703 to be notified when my room goes live. Join me. We'll be going live on Spotify Green Room Monday, 5 p.m. West, 8 p.m. East. It's Pretty Beast. It's Spotify Green Room. And then we got a mid-rolly. There's a mid-rolly, rolly, rolly. Almost time for us to make our picks. You know, my first pick, Spotify goddamn Green Room. Spotify Green Room, a live audio-only sports talk platform. It's free to use, free to download. A lot of fun people are on there. Random stuff. <clears throat> I cough. I Carly. You can play music on there. It's owned by Spotify. They're not going to find out. Or they're not going to stop you. They probably know you're doing it. Uh, perfect to watch parties. You want to have a Spotify green room when the Oscars happen? Hey, they'll let it ha- They'll allow it. Debates. Post-game breakdowns. Reacting to the breaking news. You want to talk about the COVID-19 virus with your friends? Share your own experiences on this app. It's Spotify green room. Spotify Green Room is free. An audio-only social media platform for the sport fan and more. Start or join ongoing conversations, watch games together, react to the biggest news, rumors, and games. Talk with other sports fans, insiders, athletes, and executives in real time. Join in on conversations with me and the boys and have a chance to be featured on Sorry We Love Football, Mondays, 5 p.m. Pacific. Shout out to the regulars over there. 
I'll be hosting rooms every week. Like I said, Monday, 8 p.m. East Coast, 5 Pacific. Come through. Talk with the boy. Live. All you need to do is download the Spotify Green Room app for free in the iOS app store. Create a profile, link your Twitter, and join the groups. Follow me at Jugman703 to be notified when my room goes live. We'll be going live once again, Monday, Monday Night Football, lead in, listen to me, smoke weed, listen to Dan Hardigan, do chores, listen to Danny Solomon, prepare a nice meal, leading right in to Monday Night Football and come with your hey, spices. Thursday Day. Night Football, Jets at Colts, Mike White versus Carson Wentz. Uh, it's the game the nation deserves. We get to see the, the new hotshot, Falco versus uh, Carson Wentz. He's really just clinging on to his job. And uh, is Zach Wilson just like out? If if Mike White just continues to, to win and play well, the second overall pick, can the Jets just dump him this fast? I mean, you got to play him. You just you have to play him one more time and pray he has a good game so you can trade him. There's no way. There's no way you can trade a, a, a number two overall pick. Have you ever, I was thinking about that too. Like, it doesn't matter how good Mike White plays. Zach Wilson will be back. Because have you ever bought something extremely expensive that doesn't work? Yeah. You, you just keep trying to make it work. You keep, yeah. you cannot take the loss. It's devastating. Great point. I mean, it's, it's months until you actually throw that thing away. You're just like, I'm, I'm sure... This fucking this uh, meat thermometer that I bought that was ninety dollars that wasn't working. I'm just I'm sure I can make it happen. I just need to find the right circumstances because it's not it's it's not in our nature to spend money without reason. So I don't think the Jets can give, get rid of this guy, or they'll feel that that horrible deep in your gut feeling of failure that you get when you've overspent. Mm. Um, well, before we make our picks on this game, uh, last week's picks, uh, Jamel <clears throat> went nine and six. There were only fifteen games because there was two bye weeks. Uh, Danny went. When did you go, Danny? Seven and eight, and I went six and nine Come on. on my picks. Jamel Danny continues round. to to uh, pace us. So the the overall totals are Jamel's at seventy eight and forty five. Danny's at seventy five and forty nine. Right there. I am uh, now eight. <laughs> it's really far behind Jamal. It's 70 and 52. Um, I'm going to keep shooting from the hip, though. There are a few games I thought I deserved in that one. So are you, um, telling, me you're, are you telling me you're picking the Jets in this game? <sighs> That's a good question. I'm picking the Colts in this game, even though they continue to burn me. I mean, the most impressive thing was that he put those numbers up. We all think the Bengals' defense is good, right? I think they shut so. down the Ravens. Yeah. What the fuck was that? I don't know. They just no weren't expecting knows. it. They weren't expecting the white train to come in and start mm-hmm. throw, tossing Whoever bombs. Whoever is. Dude, dude went like 37 for 45 or something, like three touchdowns. Like he, The guy was legit. There was that betting, that, that story about the, the dude who bought a ticket for $1,000 for Mike White to lead the league in, in passing yards that week. And won 125 grand off of it. I mean, you know, it was just the most unexpected thing to happen. Uh, I don't think he can repeat. I don't think anyone can repeat a moment like that. It's just, you know, 
It's it's one of those things. Magic happens every now and again. Good. I'm picking the Colts just because it's you know. I mean, how many bad interceptions can Carson Wentz throw? Let's find out together. Yeah, we can't believe in the Jets forever. And when you lose a pick on Thursday night, it just it sours everything the whole week. So I think if all of us lose, it'll make it better. So I'm not going against the grain on this one. I do need to say I've been I've counted Jamel's losses. And I don't know. You said you had him at nine and six. There's seven missed picks here. I'm just gonna say it was eight and seven. Somebody might know. Somebody might know. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't know. All right, then he's at seventy-seven and forty-six. Now we're talking. I'm only two back. That's all I want. That's, you to that's say. only two back. Sure. <laughs> it affects things. Uh, it does, and I'm sorry, guys. Uh, not not gonna lie. Uh, hasty math being done. <laughs> during the show. Mm. So, uh, Danny, thank you for catching that. Uh, thank you so much, Danny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, worth mentioning, bye week teams. Uh, we got the Bucks on bye, who just lost a head scratcher to the Saints and uh, Trevor Simeon. Uh, we got the Seahawks on bye, the Lions on bye, and mercifully, the football team does not have a game this week. Thank God. Uh We'll get to those teams, I guess, if we talk about the prior week's games. But Sunday, 10 a.m., Falcons at Saints. Matt Ryan, Matt Ryan, Trevor Simeon. It's the NFL on Fox. Is it Trevor Simeon? Because Taysom Hill is coming back. Ooh, I think it is Taysom man. Hill coming off the concussion. Yeah. He can sling. What he slings is his own body into other players because he's always running. But I'm taking the Falcons, bro. Ooh. Okay. Got a Falcons pick. Weren't well, encouraged I mean, by the Bucks losing to the Saints. I, no, and I know, I know, but there shouldn't be a debate. They should be playing Trevor Simeon. <clears throat> yeah, he's a quarterback. At least you could still do gadget crap with Taysom on the field with Trevor Simeon. Uh, Sean Payton, by the way, surprisingly good record without Drew Brees the last few years. I, th- I read something like he's thirteen and three in non-Drew Brees games like the last three years. So the guys coach, you know, that's what we thought Belichick would be uh, without Brady. And that hasn't really worked out that way. But Sean Payton, sneakily good without uh, the golden child. So, and Jameis Winston, you know, he was in the running for at least entertainment mid-season MVP. Uh, Had a lot of fun, like, you know, mic'd up moments and all that stuff. And he, he sent us out in a nice way where he was uh, dancing on his crutches in the locker room on a torn ACL after the game. (laughs) (laughs) Jameis, get well soon. The league's better with you in it. Uh, I'm picking the Saints in this game. I like John Payton. Of course. The Saints, their defense, that's what's carrying the team right now. I just, I don't know. Nobody's consistent, like you said. Nobody is consistent. how How can you know anything... I'm just picking the Falcons. I don't. I'm so hungover. <laughs> uh, Broncos at Cowboys. Broncos just traded Von Miller to the Rams. Uh, I guess we'll talk about the Rams when we get there. But uh, so, what is that? What What are the Broncos signaling? They started three and zero, and they're four and four now. They just won too. It's not like this team's zero well, I mean, and eight. Was, they're four and was four. Was Von Miller? Was he even playing? <laughs> yeah, he was playing. Yeah, he had He's one. Not, week he wasn't off. like the. Yeah. There's a he story, actually. He was player he was four years ago, but. 
No, but he's still got some juice. He's only he's, 32. He's still good. I mean, we're all older than Von Miller. But, you know, there was a story that went around. Maybe I don't have all the details right now. I'm not going to look them up. But go and go and find this story. But it's basically something to do with Von Miller was scheduling. He had scheduled like a, a Halloween party. And he wanted everybody to kick in, everybody on the team to kick in a little money for the Halloween party. But then... Uh, a bunch of people still hadn't paid. He was fine with that until they lost another game and he wanted to cancel the Halloween party, but still make everybody pay because he had put down a deposit on getting Quavo out to perform. And he oh, was going to cancel the, the Halloween party because of the losing. Still make everybody pay. A bunch of guys didn't want to. There was turmoil in the locker room because of that. And then he gets traded. I'm just saying. Nail in the coffin. It show that sort of thing shows me how little we actually know about some of the logic behind like some of these moves. What are these? Do, why do teams do what they do? You know, we don't ever get to fully know. But it's nice when you get a glimpse like that when uh, you got a guy shaking down his teammates for some money, and they're just like, "This is just bad for the team. Let's get him out of here." And it makes more sense that he's on the Rams, and it makes sense from the Broncos' perspective too. They're trying to pile up picks so they can get a quarterback. There's there's going to be an Aaron Rodgers sweepstakes next season if Jordan Love plays well. If he doesn't, God knows what's going to happen. But uh, if Aaron Rodgers is out there, if Russell Wilson's out there, you got to be ammoed up. So that's what the Broncos are up to. If Aaron Rodgers survives. Ooh, that, what, a, what a weird, what an awful tragedy that would be. We're, let's just not do a show next week if Aaron Rodgers dies of COVID. How about that? Let's agree All to right. that. Let's, before, just, what's the next game? Well, we got to pick Broncos or Cowboys. 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 What's going on? Oh, Aaron Rodgers dying. What's the next game? <laughs> just, and, and admit the Cowboys are good, Cardigan, so yeah, we can move yeah, on. stop this shit. Yes, they're good. They made and, two pl- Made two plays against the Vikings, and that's all they needed. It was just that's disgusting a good team. to watch. Yeah. CD Lamb it's rules. nasty, and it's, it makes you want to throw up. Yeah, it did, and it does. Uh, let's stop talking about Patriots at Panthers. Uh, give me the Pats. The Pats are playing really well. Yeah, <laughs> they are. Fuck the Panthers. I'm very interested in the Panthers' defense in this game because they're really, really good. They shut down Matt Ryan. They shut down all of that, which was going pretty well. I don't know what Mac Jones is going to be able to do against them. That's my big concern. I know Sam Darnold is going to shit his pants. That's, Mm -hmm. I mean, Belichick is going to make him cry. I don't know what that means if both sides can't do shit and – it makes me want to pick the Panthers. So let me just It's a winnable game for the Panthers, that's for sure. It's it's in Carolina. I'm picking the Panthers. Wow. Yeah, I don't mind that. I'm going to stick with the Pats just because I should have rolled with them last week. Okay. I, I like It's like a forgiveness. Please forgive me, Pats. Vikings at Ravens. Uh, Ravens coming off a bye and that Bengals shellacking. Uh, Lamar Jackson... Kind of coming back in the in the driver's seat for the MVP, possibly. Kyler's hurt. Derrick Henry's out. Can we have both of these teams wear purple? I'd like that. I'd like that. That'd be fun. That would be fun. I just think that'd be fun. I'm picking the Ravens. Kirk Cousins, suck my bolus. 2.0. Where's the game at? 
Baltimore. Ravens. God, they're still trying to figure out how they got cracked by the Bengals. Having Kirk come to town, it's right on time. Yeah, the bye week is nice, too. I'm, I'm picking the Ravens also. But MVP is going to be Tom Brady. This league is disgusting. Yep. That's a good point. The league is disgusting. You know, Tom Brady what, was right there. He still is right there. But this last game against that Saints team, he looked pretty bad. So he's going to have to bounce back. Uh, Browns at Bengals. AFC North clash. Classic uh, matchup. Baker Mayfield, Torn Labrum, returning? Yeah, he, they're just trotting him out there. He's been bad. He's been pretty bad. Case Keenum, He's I think. He's been mediocre all year. Yeah, Keenum gave him a better chance. I think if Keenum played last week, they might have won that game. But, uh, yeah, Baker's hurt, and you know, I'm sure he's fighting and clawing to play, but maybe he shouldn't. Hmm, Bengals coming off an embarrassing loss. The Browns just, you know, clinging to nothing. Give me Brownie. With all those injuries. The Elfenstein. I'm staying. I'm doubling down. Well, I'm picking the Bengals. And uh, I think no explanation is necessary. It just seems like they're a better team. They can play better on offense, and their defense is, is playing better than the Browns is. is are. Uh, Baker, though, I have a question. Baker Mayfield gets cut for Case King, or he doesn't get re-signed, starts to get disgruntled, wants to go to another team. You know, the, the Browns haven't committed to him, wants to go to another team, forces his way out, ends up, in Washington. What do you feel about that? One to ten. He's your quarterback next season. What do you think? Well, at least I don't have to worry about him being in the tea party. I'll, I'll give it a six. Hmm. Better than I thought. That's like kind of the mold of a team quarterback, too. The Heineke, yeah. the Kirk Cousins, the Mayfield. Can, it's just like a little yeah. white dude. Can scramble, <laughs> doesn't know when to, but can do it. Yep. Never does it when they should. You're at your house screaming at the TV. Run, you fucking idiot. Yeah. And they won't do it. Kind of a fiery little guy. That's the perfect team quarterback. I love it, Danny. Yep. Much much like the entire population of Fairfax County, Virginia. Just fiery <laughs> little white men. It's all bagel bosses out there. Real. <laughs> uh, Bills at Jags. Can we just say one sentence game? Bills? Bills. Bills. Oh, the Jags are so funny. Got completely shut out last week by a bad Seahawks defense. <laughs> okay. Uh, Texans at Dolphins. This is a toilet bowl right here. Dolphins are horrible, and the Texans are worse. So give me the Dolphins. Fins, if, as long as they're allowing Davis Mills on a football field, Fins. Dolphins, although I hope Tyrod Taylor comes back because he is on my two quarterback league bench and I need him to come yeah. back to replace Aaron Rodgers. Would I love was, the return. Of I was going to say free Tyrod. I thought the Saints should have traded for him. Or like, you know what I mean? The, de- the Texans don't need him. The Texans aren't trying to win. They have Davis Mills. The Texans don't need anything. The Texans don't need a stadium. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Rick. Raiders at Giants. Um, 
Raiders surprisingly still in the lead of their division, and the Giants are the Giants. Uh, I don't know how the Raiders are going to play after this kind of shocking Henry Ruggs incident this last weekend. So the last time something horrible happened, this team, they won and they rallied around it. This is kind of a different circumstances. So, oh man, I'm going to pick the Giants. I don't think the Raiders, I think this is kind of too much to handle, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. I know, I know players. I know players love to be motivated by bad things that would depress most non-athletes, but I don't know. It's kind of, I feel sad even picking a winner of this game, but I suppose it's the Giants. They got um, Saquon coming back too, huh? I think it's a different situation because I think they were happy to have John Gruden out. I think when you you feel that righteous anger of like, good, that dude was a racist, he is this piece of shit, get him out of here. This other situation is, I mean, it's just like devastating on all sides. No winners. Yeah. Everybody is demoralized and sad by it. And you're right. I mean, talking about it in a football context sucks. Everybody knows we're good people already, so let's just pick the game. I'll, I'm going to say the Raiders because I do think that they they actually do like to coalesce around track. It's part of the identity of the team. They want to be better than all this stuff that's happening to them. And maybe they are. Maybe they're better than the Giants as a team. So that's got to count for something. I mean, that's also true. Yeah. I mean, the Giants uh, lost to us when we were playing the second worst we played all season. Jamal? Oh, I got nothing. I said the Giants. Oh, you said the Giants. Yeah. yeah I, I, well, my thing is the Eagles can't be the second best team in the NFC East, right? The team and the Giants are bad, but are we that much better? That seems weird to me. So Giants are going to catch up a little bit. Sure. Uh, okay, Chargers and Eagles. Uh, give me the Chargers. I don't want to even think about the Eagles winning this game. Hmm. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, I'm picking the Chargers, too. All right, fine. But I really don't trust Justin Herbert anymore. I don't, And I think Austin Eckler is more hurt than he's letting on, and Mike Williams is a dud all of a sudden. And there's a, a lot not to like about the Chargers right now. The offensive line is bad. Like the, They've lost a couple of guys, so they're kind of deteriorated, and the Eagles' defense looks good. Oh, give me the just give me the Chargers. Um, you know that team won. We won forty four to six last week. And Danny, you traded me Jalen Hurts, and somehow that translated to his worst game this season, mm-hmm. fantasy wise. Pain, so painful for my team to delight me so much, but to hurt me at the same time. Jordan Howard is snagging TDs. I was. Not celebrating the touchdowns at, by the end of the game. I was like, can, can Hurts have one, please? But, uh, yeah. Well, I got okay. D-Hop out of it, and he's he's good, but he's not lighting it up. He's okay, yeah. It's been a kind of a stalemate so far. But, uh, okay, Packers at Chiefs. Uh, as we know, Aaron Rodgers is not playing in this game. Uh, <laughs> Chiefs, baby! Insanity. Yeah, Let's it roll. seems like this is a, a Chiefs victory. <laughs> Let's go Chiefs. Yeah, we're back. All we need is for everything to deteriorate in the rest of the league. 
Yeah, I guess I, I suppose I gotta I gotta pick the Chiefs here. Yeah, what am I gonna do? Pick Jordan Love in his first career start on the road in, in Arrowhead? Yeah, right. Oh man, he's still gonna get so. Much. I mean, I should have picked him up in fantasy. I, please do, people, because he will get something out of this game. I, this is exactly what Patrick needs. He just give the man a cake matchup for fuck's sake. Finally got it. I love it. Five and four okay. and we're garbage. I, I mean, how can you be in a better situation? It's a good point. Uh, okay, Cardinals at Niners. Is Kyler Murray playing in this game? Do we know? I think so. You don't know. We're yeah, we're we're a little bit behind all of the uh, the practice reports and whatnot, so we won't know some of these details. But assuming that Kyler Murray is playing, I'm picking the Cardinals. Same Cardinalis. I just I'd love to see a man scamper. <laughs> I'm picking the Niners in this game. Uh, I liked their win last week. Seems Garoppolo is fucking. I can't believe they're staying with that guy. But other than that, they're playing okay. And I think if Kyler is compromised, I could see it. I could see the Niners clawing their way back in this division. So uh, I'm picking the Niners. Uh, Titans at Rams Sunday Night Football. Um, the Rams are all in. As that's kind of like what's going on here. They are doing a new strategy that we've really never seen, which is we don't care about draft picks at all, which is so different from the way my team is operating, which is we're stockpiling picks. We're going to build to the future. But as Danny says, there might only be 15 years left on earth. So I'm a little jealous of this Rams team, to be honest, just going all in and just saying we need to win right now. I would like that aggressive of a philosophy. Um, but you know, most teams just play both sides and they're like, Oh, we'll try and get Darius slay. Not really going all in, but the Rams are. And so, but it has to work because if it doesn't, they are fucked. So, uh, and the Titans, you know, we're looking like the best team in the AFC. And then Derrick Henry goes out, Adrian Peterson, the, the immortal Adrian Peterson is back. Uh, incredible stuff. Uh, I'm picking the Rams. Yeah, the Titans uh, are, I mean, there's a demoralizing loss as well. The Titans losing Derrick Henry for this season. I mean, they they yeah. have nothing else. You get Jalen Ramsey to lock down A.J. Brown, and what else you got? Maybe if Julio comes out of his crypt for this game, but he is still, he's, you know what? If anybody watched Dragon Ball Z, he's like in one of those uh, healing oh, chambers. The, chamber. the, the, yeah, yeah, when he, he's in the time chamber, and it usually takes about six months worth of episodes to get out of that healing yeah. chamber. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, Tannehill has to power up for five episodes before um, he gets Yeah, out. my thing is I mean, Julio, I'm taking the Rams, too. Yeah, Rams. Yeah. We're taking the Rams all around. My thing with Julio is, like, you're on a really good team. You know, you're, they're five and two, six and two or whatever, and it's like, if they can get him back to full strength, that team... I think signing Adrian Peterson Peterson was kind of a not a mistake because of the player, but it seems like they're going to just try and run their offense 
and just pretend Adrian Peterson is Derrick Henry, which he's not. And I know we always harp on running backs don't matter, but they should be spreading it out. They should have, you know, they should go like five wide and let Tannehill cook. I don't think they should just pretend Derrick Henry's still on the team. It might work. It honestly might. They're not going to do, they're not going to give Adrian Peterson 500 carries. They're going to start a committee, which, you know, ruins everything for everyone fantasy wise, but it's still the smart thing to do for the Titans. I just think, you know, they'll lean on AJ Brown for the rest of the season. And most of the time it'll work because he's a stud, but not against Jalen Ramsey. That's the only problem they've got. I think they'll win some games. Deshaun Jackson got released. I would look at the Tennessee Titans as a potential landing spot for him. Somebody who can open it up for Brown and Julio underneath. I really think they should just lean into, we're a passing team now. But uh, we'll see what happens. Okay, Bears at Steelers is the Monday night game. Steelers. I like them. Steelers. Yeah, you got to say it. It's just unfortunate. It's the unfortunate truth. I kind of like them. You're just going to, you're going to make Justin Fields' life hell the entire game. Oh, yeah. In Pittsburgh. In Pittsburgh. Forget about it. He had one little hiccup of a good game, and now his his ceiling is about to come fall now. Yeah. uh, And Ben makes like one good play a game. And that's enough. That's a good defense. Yeah. He's Don't not as bad pig. as he was early in this season. <laughs> he's He's been okay. But uh, old gray penis rides again on Monday Night Football. Might be Ben's last Monday Night Football game. So uh, enjoy it for whatever that all means to you. Okay. Uh, let's get into this week's mailbag. You got Big mail. mailbag this week, guys. A lot of mail. Lot to. Uh, oh, we're only going to get to three of them. Danny, you got a piece of mail? Yeah. Um, I guess I'll go to the bottom of the bag. So this is a letter. Oh, it's red. I like that. Um, all right. This is a letter from X Factor. Oh, X Factor. That's interesting. You know, I, I don't know if you guys know, but X Factor is the guy who got banned from Arrowhead for life for getting into a fist fight. So let's just see what he has to say. Hey guys, love the show. I'd like to respond to the slander that Teron Matthew laid on us understandably disgruntled Chiefs fans over the weekend when he said the Chiefs fans are the most toxic fan base in all sports. Uh, what? What reason would he have to label us like that? What? Because I got a little tipsy and got into a bloody fistfight in the stands? Because I'm suing the team for banning me from the stadium after the fight went viral? Because the guy I beat up was one of my best friends and he lost his job and his wife is pregnant? What, because I refused to wear a mask during the game and at my court date? What, because I had COVID at the time and was actively trying to spread it to other fans as a joke? What, because I put on a full headdress and war paint and did the chop the entire time? What, because I keep the headdress on me everywhere I go in case I run into a real Indian so I can throw it on and do the chop in their face to prove a point? What, because I have two other families that my main family doesn't know about and I'm raising them all to be fundamentalist Christians? Well, if that makes me toxic, then I guess I'm Britney Spears. Oh, and P.S., I side with with her father on that whole thing. 
Uh, wow. <laughs> signed X Pac. That's the, that's the wow. worst part. <laughs> Damn, dude. Oh my God. Not toxic. Throws it on whenever he sees a Native American person in public, which only could happen what? Once a week, Max? I mean, I was dismayed by Honey Badger's comments, but I have been around Chiefs fans before, so let's call it like a Like X-Factor. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's <laughs> scathing. Scathing. It's that, it's that old Chris Rock bit. He ain't talking about me. Oh, man. That's true. Um, okay, I got a piece of mail as well. Uh, mine comes from Jackson Mahomes. Uh, okay. Got a piece of mail from Jackson Mahomes. It reads, mm-hmm. hey guys, uh, big fan of the show. Want to just write in and say that I am sick and tired of being blamed for my brother Patrick Mahomes' recent struggles and turnover issues. I'm not the problem. All I'm doing is living my life, dancing to the hits, and making awesome content that my generation loves. I should be able to TikTok wherever the hell I want, like at Patrick's Games, out to eat with Patrick, in Patrick's bedroom at 2 in the morning, while Patrick is studying game film, where I TikTok is my business and my choice. Now, if you'll excuse me, Patrick just got home, and I got to go make some TikToks. Signed, Jackson Mahomes. Yeah, I didn't get the chance to say it earlier when he was mentioned, but just so it's on the record, Jackson Mahomes is a little bitch. I believe that you have, yeah. to my core. He's he is the you reason Patrick painless. Mahomes is struggling this season. I have no doubt about it. Him and the fact that, that Brittany Matthews, Pat's wife, is, is getting in on these. She's siding with Jackson, dancing yeah. with him in these videos. I, I think they're, they're doing something to Patrick's. They're like, uh, like a succubus team or something they're, yeah, they're his killing spirit. his mojo yeah they are and well, i think the problem i think he's he's just fielding i mean if he's even attempting to be on social media it's probably driving him crazy like i can't imagine he can have a phone in his hand at all is is he the worst little brother since eli manning i think jay gruden's a little worse oh. which menendez brother is younger <laughs> Lyle? I think Lyle. He's pretty bad. Uh, It's weird that Jackson seems to travel with Patrick. Anywhere they go, he's there. That's Patrick's Achilles heel this season, I think, is is love. Is his love, yeah. He he loves the wrong people, and it always gets you in trouble. I mean, it's, it's what happened to some of the greats of history. You fall for the wrong person. Monica Lewinsky... I'm watching that impeachment series, like, you know, keep it in your pants. That's the other lesson. Take an Uber and keep it in your pants. Did, did Bill fall for Monica Lewinsky or did he just see an opportunity? I was talking about Monica. She fell for mm. the wrong man. He's married. He's unavailable. He's the president of the United States. It ruined her life. But Don't it's just so hot. He's so unavailable. I can't be. He's the president. He's so hot. I gotta <laughs> suck this fool off. Meanwhile, Jamel is still single, and he's a top twenty-five comic to watch. Get off Bill Clinton's dick. Hey, Monica. Yeah, Monica. Hey, Monica. Holler at Jamel, please. Come on by. Come on down. You don't gotta take your clothes off to have a good time. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, Jamel, you have. Oh, I was gonna say also, 
we've said this before, but um, Patrick Mahomes might need to take a cue from Aaron Rodgers and just distance himself from his immediate family. Uh, Jamel, do you have a letter? Yeah, I got a letter from um, our guy Blonde Cheadle in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Hey, guys. It's been a while since I rode in. I was getting my highlights done during the football team game this Sunday, and a thought crossed my mind. Where the hell is Ryan Fitzpatrick? Is he alive? Do you guys know where he is? And do you think he plays for the football team next season? Second question, I'm thinking about getting bangs in the back. <laughs> Let me know how you feel. And uh, thanks for thanks for doing it, guys. Um, yeah, where is Fitzpatrick? Shouldn't he be back by now? Like He's got he he broke his hip and he's 40 fucking years old. I mean, do you ever expect to see him again? I guess not. not. Really. Yeah. I thought he I thought it was like a six week thing. No man. Damn. My dad's been sidelined with that for going on twenty five years now. Fuck. True. Don Cheadle, thanks for uh or Blonde Cheadle, thanks for, for writing yeah, in. Blonde Cheadle. I think the bangs in the back could be a cool look. It could be innovative. I'm actually not sure what is is it just gonna be like a like a Karen flared out? We'll see. Ooh, but yeah. Send picks. Send some picks through. <laughs> uh, Danny, you got any final thoughts on the week? Just this. I, I'm going to take it to you guys and, and maybe to the people at large, but I have a fantasy conundrum now that we found out about Aaron Rodgers. I have cool. a two-quarterback league. Uh, I have Aaron Rodgers and Patrick Mahomes. I was looking for a shootout. Rodgers is gone. All of the, It's a 12-team league, so every quarterback in existence is taken. You can't get any. You can get Trevor Simeon right now. That's it. So I have to make a trade. However, the other guy who I'm the guy I'm playing against, he is one of those dudes who never checks his lineup. He has Trey Lance starting, so he also doesn't have a quarterback. And he has Gus Edwards starting since the beginning of the season. Has not acknowledged that that man is gone for the season. He's just not checking his lineup, letting it ride. He routinely gets about 65 points a game. I've, I will probably get at least 100 with no quarterback, should I make a trade just to have the QB with me? I don't think I should. I don't think I need to, but I could end up in a disastrous situation. Uh, mm, yeah. I mean, if he's still playing Gus Edwards. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. He should be fine. I think I can cruise this week. But you're always risking the somebody else nudges him. Just to fuck you, because he's not going to do it. But somebody else in the league might be aware of this matchup and say, "You know what? I'm not letting Danny get away with it this easily." That's the trouble. I, I don't think anybody has communicated with him. Uh, he's a ghost. He's off the grid. Um, great guy. Great comic. Functional alcoholic, and sometimes not as functional when it comes to to setting his lineup. Uh, Jamal Johnson, final thoughts. Um, I don't know. You know just prayers up to the to everybody involved in this uh, DUI situation. I don't even know the person who lost their life. Condolences to you and yours, the Ruggs family, 
Get a Uber. Who cares? Leave your car wherever. Get two Ubers. $150 or a life lost. You know what I'm saying? What's what's bigger? Yeah. Damn That's right. a good point. That's all. Uh, yeah. Dang. Just lost my uh, my train of thought there. <laughs> I'm sorry. I forgot this was a comedy show. I just I have to poop so bad and I'm hungover. It just made me all sad at once. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry to Raider Nation. Uh, hang in there, guys. <laughs> it's, it might get better. I don't know if it will, but we're not sure. Yeah, yeah sorry. Sure. It's been a rough season. <laughs> sorry, Dan Hardigan doesn't get a final thought because we're out of here. Yeah, yeah we sorry, guys. Sorry. Bye.